Yes, everybody, this is the DFS Army Fantasy Football Show. I am Flex Matt. He is one Brandon Adam, and today we will be discussing trades. Most of you, if not all of you, have your trade deadlines coming up. And we just want to review a couple players. And then maybe after that, Brandon, we'll we'll review the slate real quick just to kind of to kind of get through it. But Brandon Adam, how are ye today? Good, good, man. Ready for uh ready for the push going to the playoffs. This is the this is the time of the year where everything counts and you gotta get every win you can just to get into the just get into the dance, and you never know what can happen if you make some key trades at this point. You know, uh, one of the things that is that is most most treacherous about doing things like this is mm-hmm. when your friends I know finally it. catch wind of what we're doing here. I know it. And I'm then- about to ruin myself here. Um, I've, I've been trying to get all, some of these names. Earlier this week, I've been trying my butt off to get them before this pod, but I, it hasn't been successful. <laughs> and then the other one is, you know, I've got some friends who are like, oh, why don't you go ahead and talk about how you drafted my team right into the garbage can Oof. and not my fault. I mean, you know, DK Metcalf has been almost near the worst receiver of the year. I mean, we're we're Seahawks fans, so it's like, you know, I kind of picked him on the homer side just because I liked the guy, you know, and mm-hmm. I thought we were dominating the draft at the point that we got him because it was he was late, he was falling, and so it's not been well out there for some leagues, uh, but that's what we're here for. We're here to try to go out and find some guys to to br- come on over, come on over, guys, and I and, and make my team luscious yeah. for the end here. Let's let's grab a bag of riches, as they would say, as we get into the because that's all you got to do is get into the dance. Yep. I mean, it's very possible that once you get there, you got the team, even though you've been a middling to bottom end team that can take over that number one team. Yep. And Brandon Adam, let's talk about one of the guys you want to grab. You want to take and, and put on the front lines here in weeks, you know, 15, 16, 17 to go win a championship. All right, brother. My first guy I am going to be talking about is by those Cardinals. It, this is this is the time. Kyler is back. Um, the wide receiver I'm targeting right now is Marquise Brown right now. Hollywood. Hollywood with uh, Kyler Murray has been quite uh, productive and consistent. He's he's had six catches on average, averaging 70 yards each game. So that is good uh, wide receiver two to one type of numbers with the TD upside each and every week. If you look at his uh, schedule, um, which is one of the top schedules for wide receivers from this point on, you got Houston, L.A. Rams, Pittsburgh, the only thing with Hollywood Brown is that he's got a buy week 14. So you got to plan for that buy. This is this is a trade move for teams that are ahead of the curve right now. And you can actually buy uh, Marquise Brown just to get, get yourself over even more reinforced at the wide, re- wide receiver position. After week 14, you got yourself the putrid San Francisco 49ers and also, you got Chicago and Philly on Championship Sunday when you're going for the big dollars. This is the matchup that you want. You want to go against Philadelphia because they are the worst wide, uh, the worst position group against the wide rece- wide receivers. Um, their DBs can't stop anybody, um, and so I really like Marquise Brown for that for that push and for the for the Week 17 matchup. What do you think? I got a couple comments rolling here, but I do want to apologize to everybody watching this, not just listening later on, mm-hmm. that uh, I, the producer controls are out of my hand today yep. because I, we, for some reason I couldn't get in there. So I, I couldn't put your comments live on the air, but I'm going to say it. Kevin, a.k.a. K-Dizzle, says, mm-hmm. what it do, baby? Mm-hmm. Traded traded Addison for T. Higgy. And and I love that. I mean, I, we were talking before we no. went on here in the last week, basically, just that T. Higgins is grouped in with those guys that you just are probably real happy you either dealt earlier or 
is now worth nothing. I mean, as you're coming into the trade deadline, he's hurt. You, mm-hmm. you can't get rid of him. Addison for T. Higgins, you might say, man, that's a super downgrade from T. Higgins, but you got somebody that you could actually play this week and moving forward. Dobbs is going to be fine. We'll maybe talk about somebody on that like team here a little bit later. So, And then Dabo comments. Trade A.J. Brown, Saquon Barkley, and DeAndre Hopkins to get McCaffrey, Waddle, and Devonta Smith. And, and Brandon, let's talk about that real quick because you you love A.J. Brown. You loved, loved, loved A.J. Brown, but getting the best player coming back in this trade is mm-hmm. CMC. Now, Waddle, Waddle's been down. That's my thing, yeah. I, I know you want to talk about that, but D-Hop was, you know, maybe we'll get into D-Hop a little bit later too. So Stay it's tuned. Tough. It's <laughs> tough. So, so what do you say? If, if Dabo's saying, hey, A.J. Brown, Barkley, D-Hop, to get Christian McCaffrey, Waddle, and Devonta Smith. What do you think there? I don't mind. I like the upside play. I get it. I totally understand the upside play. Who do you want at, at when you're going for a championship rather than CMC right now? The guy is guaranteed to get into the box every single week, it seems like. I don't think he's missed a week where he hasn't gotten into the end zone this year. Um, that is a NFL record, I'm pretty sure, still. And... I totally get that, but Waddle is the where is a sticking point for me. Waddle has been so underperforming, and he just hasn't gotten healthy. But McDaniel's said this about him this week: is that what's the best part about the bye week this week is that he's going to be able to get Waddle healthy. Hopefully, he's very excited to get Waddle healthy because it's obvious that they are leaning super heavy on Tyreek because. Waddle is just not quite there. And when McDaniels was talking about him a little bit, you can see that they've held back quite a bit on the usage of Waddle um, this th- thus far in the season, um, just due to the fact that he's just not healthy. So hopefully you get yourself a healthy Waddle coming out of the bye and you're ready to rock and roll. I love it. I don't mind it. I just hate trading A.J. Brown on a season. I know, but I, I like yeah. trading back for Devonta Smith. I mean. Oh, yeah, know, that's fine. I like it, that. So you get the same team. You get the same upside. And it's not to say Devonta Smith isn't going to, I mean, flip. Take a flip. Let's flip those guys maybe at the end of the year. I like that, Dabo. That's great. Andrew Chisholm is in here. I probably mm-hmm. said that pretty well. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, it could be Chiz home, but I, I think it's Chisholm. Chisholm. Um, should I trade Monty and DJ Moore for Bijan? I have Pittman Olave as my wide receivers, CMC, Aaron Jones, and Javante as my running backs. <clears throat> that one's tough. That one's really tough because I don't yeah. see your wide receivers being incredibly great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pittman and Olave is awesome, but you're, you already have CMC, Aaron Jones, and we'll probably talk about Aaron Jones and Javante <laughs> again. So it's tough. I mean, I, I, I would say I, I like having Bijan. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say no. It's really about roster construction. Cause mm-hmm. if you're needing to start three wide receivers, yes, that's a big deal. And Fields prospects to be back. So I would say that DJ Moore has not looked good with uh, with M- MGK as quarterback. That's what they're calling him. <laughs> He's on yeah. Kelly as the quarterback of the band. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So true, so, yeah. His dad is an arm wrestling champion. We like him, though. Yep. He's nice. You know. That was a total brute, dude, sitting up there like just with yeah. a, his hoodie on. It was awesome. But yeah, I, I, mean, I would like I would make John. I don't know that I would take that trade. Dizzle mm-hmm. here just flexing my full 12 man PPR two flex team core of Hertz, Breeze, Kamara, CD, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Laporta, Olave, Hollywood with Higgins and London on the bench. Boom. Okay. Championship. That's there it is. Game. Don't make any moves. You're good. A great like, team. You know, don't we trade. Like all those guys. That's one thing I love about like there's always this thing with people that have strong teams where they're like i gotta make another move everybody feels like they gotta do something they see other people doing something and then they trade themselves out of assets that are killing it for them and they got you there for a reason and then you end up trading away an asset that you didn't need to move in the first place so don't over trade this is stuff where 
we're talking about players that we think you, if you're trying to make that push and you need to get in these, some of these players are the, are got the schedules to get you there. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't like Bijan because Chisholm uh, responded back here. He, it's a two wide receiver league, one flex hundred percent accurate pronunciation of his last name, by the way. And that was on me. Appreciate that. But it's not that I'm saying I don't like Bijan, but then you have a, you have, too many running backs. I mean, exactly. you know, you're going to end up probably flexing one of those and wishing that, which is fine, but still kind of wishing you had that upside on Amen. your wide receivers. I like Pittman and Olave, but as you might hear later on, I, we might continue to talk about those guys. Yeah, but right. Brandon, I love Hollywood Brown. We, you know, it's going to take maybe a week or two, but as we get there, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. See, when I was, thinking about my guys I I was going to go out there and tell everybody to trade for I wasn't necessarily going to pick guys that I think that you can trade the average shantytown leaguer for because that's not that's not going to be you know hard to do there but we are all playing pretty sharky leagues here yeah and I would say nobody's giving guys up for free I mean for sure it ain't happening. You come sure. barking on up my tree for Cooper Cup, I'm going to make you pay for him. Even though he's been bad for the last three or four or five weeks, there's a reason why you want him. I'm a negotiator, so I'm going to make sure, I, you know. So yep. when I picked my guys, I was like, well, yeah, sure. Everybody could say, go trade for Tony Pollard, which you should do, right? That, But how difficult is that? That's actually Super pretty difficult. difficult. I've been trying. Okay. <laughs> I've been so, doing my damnedest to, to get him, but he can. So my guy, my first guy. Now I, you know, I, I'm not saying I like to say you should absolutely smash going out there to trade for Alexander Madison. That's not mm. what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. I am saying that Alexander Madison is now the full pony at the show. There's no more Cam Akers. Okay, you might get a little Ty Chandler mixed in, but we're back to game one with Alexander Madison. We're back to preseason now. Yeah. We drafted him in the fifth round. We drafted him in the sixth round, maybe even earlier, mm-hmm. for for basically exactly what you thought Najee Harris was going to be was just pure volume, not a lot of not an incredible amount of upside, but you're going to get goal line work. You're going to yeah. But what yeah. can you get Alexander Madison for right now? I mean, nobody that owns him would not deal him. Am I correct? I haven't been going after those owners, so I really don't know. Um, you're an owner. Have you been having anybody barking on your tree? Well, of no, course. that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. I haven't. So if somebody came barking up my tree and said, hey, let me get Alexander Madison. Now, usually we we got teams like Kay Dizzle has here, you know, Brees Kamara. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we are an embarrassment of riches here. We have Aaron Jones, Javante, Will, uh, Javante Williams, CMC. You know, we got madison the weekend off so i say okay i'm okay to deal madison but i also want to go out there and pick him up because i feel like i might be able to get madison for a jerry judy yeah you know and if you need a running back i like madison i like Mm -hmm. saying okay maybe touchdown upside give me that 13 to 14 points go ahead or even trade away a Gus Edwards that's been hot lately for a Madison uh, that's had some trouble that with the Vikings having trouble lately. There's a bunch of sell highs that you, right now that you can move for Madison right now. And I, why not, Gail? Why not package, you know, Do- John Dot? Why don't you send John Dotson out there? Like that guys that have been flaming right now, that those are names that you can move out. I was looking Tank Dell. Yeah. Tank Dell for Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison could get you 15 to 18 points a week just off the fact that he's the only one getting the RB carry into the end zone. You know, I'm not saying things couldn't switch up a little bit, but I just look at if you're a running back needy team, which I have a couple needy teams out there where I need, I mean, my, you know, I, I'm not looking too hot. You know, I got a Kieran Williams sitting in my IR. I got a Khalil Herbert sitting in my IR. I, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm I'm starting Tajay Spears, uh, you know, which yeah. I want to have Tajay on the bench just in case something happens. And we'll get into that and what you should be doing if you're a good team. Yep. If you're a good team, you should be looking to handcuff, handcuff some of your guys. It doesn't have to be your guys necessarily. could be other guys, but we should be looking for that. So I say this, go out and get Alexander Madison. You got, uh, it's a very Devon. You saw, you saw Dante Foreman last night, Mm -hmm. right? 
I mean, that's what I'm looking for for Madison. I mean, it's not pretty. I think but you can get 18 it. points, maybe. So I like that. Denver's coming up. Chicago's coming up. They do have a bye week 13. LV, Cincinnati, Detroit. Oof, that all oof. just screams to me yeah. as something where they got to keep them involved in the game. So I say, hey, go out there, get Alexander Madison. It's going to be an easy get. And I think he's going to be fine if you're a running back needy team. Brandon, who is next for you? I'm going to go out to the Bay, out to San Francisco. I'm saying buy either Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk. Both are at their lows of the season right now. Both have frustrated ownership. Um, the Niners have been struggling for about three weeks now with their offense with Brock Purdy coming down to earth a little bit. But when you look at the schedule that uh, the Niners are going, Niners wide receivers are going to have, you're going to see you're going to see names that we target each and every week with flex plays, uh, with defenses with flex plays. So like defenses such as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Seattle Seahawks, Philadelphia, Seattle again, Arizona, Baltimore, and Washington Commanders in Championship Sunday. Those, that it, Arizona is bottom two, bottom three against wide receiver position. Um, it, uh, for fancy points scored against and also with Washington that's a that's a that's a home run of a playoff schedule and also it gives you the upside of getting in to the playoffs with the Tampa Bay matchup and with the Philadelphia matchup here in a couple weeks that is that's what I'm looking for um a, a couple things that stuck out to me when looking at uh, his game log and what his production has been, right? Brandon, Brandon Ayuk has the 11th uh, largest target share at 29.7 um, target share uh, percent target share, has a target rate of 28.7. That's top 10 in the league as well. Um, he's actually also number one in air yard share for his team with 47.6%. That is insanity. How much air yards that he has that he was supposed to have that's been unrealized with a little bit of a step back with Brock Purdy. Um, a little bit of a issue with that offense lately. He's fit, he's 15th with deep targets as well with 12. He's but here's where the where I think things will change a little bit for him is where the production, what's holding him back is this is red zone targets and touchdowns. He only has two touchdowns on the year, and they both came in week one. When the 49ers were a hole, everything was clicking. Debo was doing his thing. Ayuk was coming down way down deep. Uh, they were shooting shots with Purdy. It was becoming a beautiful offense. And then with Debo coming down, I think Kyle Shahan has been a little lost with play calling as well. And I think Purdy has felt that a little bit with his creativity with the offense. I don't think they are as creative without Debo. So I think with both of them being healthy and back and having a bye week to get things going and talk about their plan of attack for the, for the second half of the season, Ayuk and Debo are two names that you should be targeting to go get right now in your leagues to have uh, for your playoff run and for your, uh, for your league uh, championship week. Yeah, Kay Dizzle, our guy with an embarrassment of riches, says that he has Tajay Spears and Zach Charbonnet. It's cuffing season, everybody. And it is. It is. Because if Kenneth Walker goes down and you have Charbonnet, it, mm -hmm. I mean, lovely. That's yeah, lovely. It's phenomenal. Tajay Spears is, is going to be, I mean, it's unleashed. If yeah. he is RB one and yes, Ayuk. I mean, you know, not to disrespect our Seahawks. I mean, we both don't live in yeah. Seattle. I live in Seattle. You're a Seahawks fan. That's, you know, so, but what I do love about the end of this here is DK Metcalf. Okay. That's my next guy coming in go. here for a very similar reason. Okay. We're the, 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 what do I call it? The, um, the interdivisional matchups always spring that extra effort. You know, we're yep. coming down to the end of the year here. We're going to have all that extra effort. We got guys like Ayuk, Debo, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett to some degree, who have all been um, just a little bit stifled this year. Yes. I mean, something, something's been going on. Same thing with Waddle. But coming down the stretch here, I think we're going to see a resurgence from DK Metcalf. Take a look at the schedule. It's 
a monster for wide receivers coming out of Seattle, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and Arizona to a point because even if Arizona Swiss cheese on the defense, it just means they're going to be passing all day long or at least trying to get the ball out uh, quickly, not just running it all day. So look, DK what, look, look, at, look, look at what Cooper or uh, Amari Cooper did last week with the deep targets that he he was he's topping topping the NFL with deep targets as well. He smashed Arizona Cardinals. That uh, that that's why you target them with your wide receivers for outside wide receivers that go deep. Now they do play DK Metcalf does play Dallas coming up here, which sure. I don't look I at Dallas like an incredibly bad team to go up and play against wide receivers. I know that they do stifle wide receiver play, but I, I think it's less on the wide receivers, more on the fact that their penetrating defense seems to be just a tear, um, mm-hmm. which I can understand. So maybe you might get one game that's not going to be great. Um, I'm hoping for a, a decent get-right game this week against Washington. Oh, he's uh, if, smash. if anything, it's... Sh- I'm just hoping to get him in the end zone, but looking at the end here, San Francisco twice, Philly, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. I mean, it just, it, it shapes up to be something that the Seahawks <laughs> really need. Uh, they got knocked on their ass this week. So now somebody I'm trading for DK Metcalf. Now DK, you know, it's, it's tough. Cause that's why I was trying to say like the name value of some of these guys are just, they're tough to grab. Sure. You know, if you if you if you're going out there trying to trade for AJ Brown, it it's just not going to happen. As we saw Dabo's trade earlier, AJ Brown, Barkley, D Hop, McCaffrey, Waddle, Devontae, those are all big names, and that's about the only way you're going to procure some of these, you know, big names. Is it's got to be big because right now it's it's such a discrepancy at the top. And if you got those guys, it's you want to generally hold on to them, right? We love yeah. that, yeah. but. I look at somebody like Olave, who has been really consistent all year. He hasn't popped off. You can maybe say, hey, he's going to pop off. I like it. If you look at Olave, I say, can you break Olave down to two eggs? Can you crack the one egg into two eggs? And I'm saying Olave for DK straight up for the Olave owner would not take that. You know, why would I take DK or whatever? But if I'm breaking Olave into Madison or DK, or maybe as I get into somebody else here, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, and DK for Chris Olave, mm-hmm. I like that. I look at look at DK Metcalf, although the name power is there. He has not done well all year. Mm-hmm. He has not been somebody that you've looked at for secure production week to week. Olave has been that. You know, maybe one week he's been down, but Olave has been good. If I can find my way into a DK Metcalf, Alexander Madison, DK Metcalf, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf, Jamonte Williams for Chris Olave, if the guy wants Olave or needs that, I'm I'm going to take that if I'm the Olave owner. Yeah, Olave, I mean, he's sixth in targets in the league. So, I mean, like he's getting looks. He's getting the looks. Uh, I think sooner or later he should have a you know, a get right moment. But I honestly, with DK Metcalf, I think he is, this is the week. I think he puts up 20 plus points this week. I think he has a wide, his first wide receiver one week of the year this week. Um, I think Pete knows the personality of DK and DK is going to flip out soon. If he does not start (laughs) smashing and become uh, the the focal point of the offense um, and for at least the passing offense. And I just feel that Gino has just taken a step back a little bit this year with his efficiency. He's just not hitting those big time throws like he was last year a little bit. So let's see if we can get Gino on track and we can, I think this week is a nice get right uh, team with Washington zero pass rush. Zero secondary to speak of. Um, outside wide receivers just absolutely smash. You got to get DK this week. Yeah, D- I mean, if, you have if you're to. gonna like honestly after this pod, just try and get a hold of the DK owner tonight and go aggressive and put a full court press into tomorrow morning. And if if you don't have any pending trade time or anything like that. Um, if it's an instant transaction trade, like I always do in my leagues, go do, go get DK this week before he goes off because you won't get him again. 
All right, Brandon Adam, just a couple more guys here. Uh, yep. Kevin, Kevin K. Dizzle has a fat wager on Cleveland to win the AFC North. There, well, that is a fat wager, I would say, because that's yeah. tough. Their that's defense, tough. absolute unit full of dogs. Need to go Tugson to shoot. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know um, that I, I get that reference. I might be I off. Uh, in a huge game, <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah. You should tell me, K-Dizzle. But you're right. They play uh, they play the Ravens this week. That's a big game. I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That'd be great. That'd be interesting. Um, okay, Brandon, next guy. Next guy. Let's keep going here. All right. I'm going to go up to New England. Go trade for Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson is about to have a league winning type end of the season like they did like he did last year, okay? Let's let's just take a peek at his end of season schedule here. Indianapolis week 10, bye week week 11, then he comes back and gets to play against the Giants, the Chargers, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver, and then in Championship Sunday, he gets to play Buffalo. And you know damn well the Patriots are gonna would love to spoil the Buffalo Bills at home, and they're going to have to run the ball a ton against Buffalo to get that done. I just feel Ramondre Stevenson, it, it, it's obvious to me that he is the only guy on that on that offense that's actually worth a damn. Um, he's going to get nothing but work. If you actually see for week nine, he actually uh, clocked in. Uh, he had fifty three percent of the routes ra uh, ran for the running back running back uh, position. He had also uh, for he had fifty three percent of the rush attempts as well um, for the, for his. Uh, for uh, the rushing yards for the team as well. Zeke has been extremely up and down throughout this whole year. He's had, you know, weeks where he's had five points, and then the most he's ever had is 11 points. He, he really isn't in high leverage uh, attempts anymore. Um, Ramondre has been taking over that spot uh, for the team as well, and he's getting all the pass targets. I mean, he's got he's – got, 12% 12 12% target rate for the season but last week that was up to 15% for the week and a couple weeks before that it was up week week 6 and 7 it was up to 20 to 21%. So the Patriots are seeing what I'm seeing is that Zeke is toast. Pay, uh Bill Belichick was being a total pro and giving Zeke a contract because he respects I think he just respects Zeke a little bit and just thinks he deserved a job. And I don't think Zeke is in any way a threat to what Ramondre Stevenson is going to do for this team. And I feel like this is the start of the run. So go get him before the run officially starts. And maybe even during his bye week where that owner is probably struggling to fill his spot. Um, so that is a possibility to go get him at that point too. Oh, yeah. We love the going to grab players on their bye week, just yeah. stealing them. Yeah. Uh, Kay Dizzle said, the goat Tugson is Desha it's Deshaun Watson, the, the man who loves a nice tug, a but nice is a tug. goat. Yes. Yeah. And he, he comments that he beat Bama in their prime. He said 45 piece, but the score is 35. Uh, so maybe, I don't know, 35, 31. But you're right. He had a fucking goat of a game. And yeah. you're right. I mean, he has played, he played well last week, kind of shut a lot of doubters up. Mm -hmm. He has a real chance to shut a lot of doubters up next week as well. Mm -hmm. uh, their running backs are not that great. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just the scheme. It's just the fact that they're able to push the ball down the field. And I don't know how. It, their team is very reminiscent to me of a Seahawks team because, you know, they got a lot of jags that they're utilizing, like, over – they're over getting what they they have there from from most of that, and then relying on their defense. Uh, and then obviously Lamar is Lamar. He he's yeah. going to be great. So Ramadre Stevenson, go get him. I like that too because again, he's like Madison. I mean, what trade? What what guy that owns Stevenson wouldn't wouldn't give him up? So well, listen to this. A little, couple of little other stats for you. In weighted opportunities, he's ranked number eight 
in uh, in the NFL for weighted opportunities, meaning third downs, red zone, high leverage uh, 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 carries. They're going to him, okay? His snap share is number 12 in the league at 65%. Everybody was trying to say – our own boy Mike Mike Dickinson was trying to say he can't be an RB. You gotta take a dig at Mike. Gotta take a dig hey, at Mike. Hey, this is just what it is. If you're if the guy's gonna finish as an RB one this year, he's number twelve in snap share, and it's only gonna get more. He's only gonna go higher as the season goes on. It's it's very easy to see that, and he's fifth in receptions. That is where people have the disconnect. Okay. Receptions. His floor is safe because he's got the receptions. He's got 29 receptions, 3.2 per game. That is a big deal to have for your RB2 that most likely, or a flex if you're trading for him to be a flex or an RB2. I, I love that. I, I love it. I love that. If you can yeah. if you can crack that Olave basket for a DK Ramondre Stevenson, that yeah. might that might look real good here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. All right. My next guy's David Montgomery. We we kind of argued a little bit yep. about this um, because you don't think that he's attainable. And I severely disagree with that statement, and that's the only statement that we disagree on. Obviously, you agree that you would love to acquire him if able, um, and then it'd be tough to. So I, I don't disagree with that, but I look at him as, you know, he was injured. They had the bye week. Gibbs has looked really good. You got to get him now because right now the the owner might, you know, you know, they might may not be playing him this week, may or may not be playing the first game back, might be apprehensive, hasn't played in a couple weeks. Gibbs looks good. Maybe you really just don't know what the owner's thinking. And he may be an expendable piece. I mean, if that owner has uh Pacheco, DeAndre Swift, and you know, somebody else and doesn't really feel like they need uh Montgomery going forward and doesn't want is maybe scared off the timeshare. I look at it as, you know, again, I'm just looking at guys that you could obtain that might be just great floor assets, good guys for ailing teams. Um, obviously, we know what Montgomery is, right? I mean, it's it's consistent red zone floor. Their team does not care about your fantasy football team. They will not put Gibbs in on the red zone. Maybe they'll get uh, – uh, uh, K Dizzle made a comment here. Do we think Higgins will be right week fourteen ish rest of season? I'm I, I'm out on Higgins. I don't really care. I'll just I'm be in. out on him. I'm Brandon's in. in because I think you have to be in. What are you going to do? Are you going to drop him? You're not going to drop him. So what are you going to do? Trade him or let somebody take him for nothing? I would almost be okay with that. Again, if 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 somebody's depending on what the asset is, if they're willing to say, hey. In order to get this deal done for Jonathan Taylor, you got to throw in T. Higgins. Yes. Mm. You're already there with the trade, and the guy says, give me T. Higgins. You throw him in. That's 100% what you do. You do not wait. You grab Jonathan Taylor. So here's a trade I would make for Montgomery. And this is actually – I got a little bit of pushback on this. I, 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 I group chatted with uh, somebody earlier today, and they're like, wow, that seems like a lot. But Waddle for Montgomery straight up. I like I mean, that. If Love you're that. a team that absolutely needs an RB2 Love and it. maybe you've got some better flex plays sitting on your bench that can pop in a flex spot that's a wide receiver or a tight end at this point with a good matchup, I don't want to lose my week because I'm having to throw, like I said, Tajay Spears in there. This week, I might have to throw Devin Singletary in there and watch me lose by six points this week because I wasn't able to pull something off. The other beauty about trade deadline being this week, which is kind of cool. I don't think it, they knew they were doing this, but there's guys on the bench this week. Pacheco's on the bench, Waddle's on the bench, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts. Uh, something I saw really sharp this week is you should trade Tyreek. I like it. You should trade Tyreek. If you have Tyreek Hill, they were saying, hey, if you were getting Amon Ross, St. Brown, and something else for Tyreek, trade him. Like, right. if you needed to or wanted to make sure, because Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Tyreek, I mean, let's face it, could be replaceable on some weeks. Yep. You know, and if you're getting plus, 
then I don't know. I'm taking Why that not? deal. We'll see what that second asset is, right? I don't uh, mind it. I don't mind it. If you, it, 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 it's, it's tough out there. There's a lot of injuries. Running back position is harsh this year. It seems like to me, like to, 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 it, I, I like selling high on t on players that are, let's that have elite counterparts in the offense, and that counterpart isn't quite going at 100 like a T Higgins, like a Waddle, like a Devonte Smith. When you got the other the the alpha counterpart, if you sell before that secondary counterpart starts clicking a little bit, when the when coverages change, because we both know this, coaches have evolutions of their offenses throughout the year. Okay, they try to keep defenses on their heels and keep them guessing, and the way to do that is by rotating, if you have good players that are alphas in their own right, like a T. Higgins or a Waddle or a Devontae Smith, it's, I guarantee you they're going to start rotating that target share over to those players to just, when they, as soon as they, when they start going to the playoffs, it gives, them, gives their opponents more film to break down, to digest, because they're going to have to cover all spots of the field okay offenses are going to are going to start bouncing out a little bit you're going to start seeing Devonte smith start popping off here you're going to start seeing t higgins start popping off when he's healthy when he comes back in one week or two one, a week you're going to see that so i like that i like pivoting off you know guys that are just absolutely making record setting seasons like an aj brown was doing when he was scoring 125 and a touchdown every game for like seven games like that's just that's just not you know it's gonna shift. Devonte is gonna start getting some looks now. I bet you, because that streak was broken. So welcome to the chat. Richard Hernandez asks in a full PPR if Jamar Chase sits, who do uh, who does he start? Michael Thomas or Drake London? London. I was going to say London too, to be honest. I mean, it's stinky London. on both sides. I just can't trust my. I like anywhere. London's a good as a as a as, didn't make the show didn't make my names for the show, but he was on my on Targeted my paper. Players. He was on my groupings. I have him there. Uh, he has a a decent schedule. His target share, his target rate is ridiculous when he's playing. Um, I like I like London. Everybody knows I'm a I'm a London guy from US. I'm a USC fan. I like Drake Drake London. Yep. Okay, Dizzle also says rolling out Kyler Murray this week. Woo! Love it. With Hertz on by, how should we feel? Um, <laughs> fucking amazing. That's what you should be feeling. <laughs> Atlanta is not like Atlanta is softening up a little bit. They were pretty stiff there for about like three weeks ago, but they're starting to soften up. Their secondary is starting to soften up a little bit towards a wide receiver position. I like uh, I like uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown this week, and I also really like uh, McBride, the tight end. McBride, if you can trade for McBride, McBride is a top five wide receiver the rest of season. I, tight I, end. I, I will go down swinging. <laughs> tight end. Yeah, top five tight end. Yes, yes. But uh, I don't, I honestly don't feel too incredibly great with the play of Kyler Murray. Um, but the problem is at this point, I know there's not that many people on waivers. Um, seems like it's a one QB league. So I, I like Will Levis a lot this week. And I've actually uh, <laughs> uh, love the Barstool Golf Crew Neck brand dog. There it is. Yes, my guy. Brandon, uh, Brandon hit a parlay last week. Bought, bought a bar stool crew neck. My yeah, guy. it's all good. No, I probably I already donated it back. It's all no good. One, no one likes the Jackson Smith and Jigba jersey. Dude, okay. that that's a solid jersey, dude. I like I like that jersey. Where but are my Jigba's at? Get 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 <laughs> give me your last give me your last name. Okay, my last guy got a lighting issue going on here. Uh, so so the guy I think uh. Back to running back again, Aaron Jones, man. I, I, Aaron Jones had a little bit of a breakout week last week. Uh, Michael Walters right here, my buddy, Michael, he says it's Levis season. Okay. I, yeah. We've been, uh, us two were the original Levis stands. We were oh, yeah. beaten into submission by 
Twitterverse after the after the draft, but we were so I wish we would have stuck to our damn guns, man. It yeah, would have been I mean, perfect. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say uh I wouldn't say like we didn't stick to our guns. It was just pretty easy to fall off of Levis as QB one or two or three. Uh obviously, uh once the dust settled, we out him at QB four. Uh, I still like Bryce Young. You're out on Bryce Young. I'm not saying Bryce is better than Will. That's not what I'm saying or where it's going to end up. But, um, you know, a guy we're definitely out on is QJ. I'll tell you that. And we were never never in on Quentin Quentin Johnson. I wasn't super hot on him, but, you know, it's just – he, he, it's just unfortunate that that TCU offense is hard to transfer over. It, I mean, Rieger couldn't do it either. He can't get to the, you know, it's just what it is. I think that it's the offense, but you know, hey, and anybody who's listening here, smash the like button. We're having a great Please. conversation, and pretty soon we get into our rookie talk. We're going to oh. be a little early. We usually start rookie talking uh, here in a couple weeks. Uh, we'll probably get a rookie primer coming out here pretty soon, which uh, I'm already starting to build up. Uh, I got a lot of great – I mean, this year is going to be great for rookies. I think all the content is going to be really awesome to tune into, so smash the like button, hit that bell. Michael Walter says, yeah, we we couldn't trust Will Levis because he put mayonnaise in his coffee, and when that happened, he <laughs> lost his girlfriend, right? And Everything. You know, so, but he's back. We like the guy and he's going to be smashing Vagine out there in Tennessee. But here's the thing. Aaron Jones had a little bit of a breakout. He's been rough go all year. He might be a little tougher to acquire now that he did have a good week, but his target share both in the pass and the running offense is elite. Uh, they, they're not going to go away from him. Once he's good, he's good to go. Pittsburgh. Uh, Chargers, Detroit Lions, which is tougher. KC's tougher. Tampa Bay's tougher. But, I mean, I don't look at these matchups for the running back like they're so incredibly bad. It's just that they may stifle the early down work. But Aaron Jones, as we saw last week, gets a lot of work, not just on the early downs. If they can push the ball at all. I mean, and Mm. Christian Watson is – is really tough for us to say because we were we were definitely in on Christian Watson. <laughs> um, you know, it's Christian Watson has been tough. I'm still out there, maybe trying to acquire Christian Watson as a throw-in piece. Dynasty, why not? Right. Well, and Dynasty, I'm okay with acquiring him because there are so many good quarterbacks coming out of the draft this year. I don't see any team not grabbing one of these guys. Who knows what could happen? We saw Aiden O'Connell now getting the go. Uh, we we got him linked in here pretty much all over. So they might get a shot. I like Christian Watson. I want to grab him, but I definitely want to go out there and trade for Aaron Jones. I, I, I like it. I It's just even LaFleur came out today, uh, this week in his interviews and said, it's time to unleash Aaron Jones. He said that it's his fault that he hasn't unleashed him. It's and he's looking to do that. Um, so let's see what happens. I, dude, when Aaron Jones gets any kind of volume, he's fantasy gold. It's that simple. Has it's been a, forever. Has been that way forever. I mean, he Aaron Jones kind of reminds me of Jameer, like Jameer Gibbs in a way. Like he, that's like that's the same kind of guy. Very highly efficient, um, tw- uh, twitchy backs that are pass catching backs, slightly undersized. That you got to be careful with, not get him hurt. You know, like like that 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 like a lot like Devin, our boy Dev Devon Achan. Um, that 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 guy's on his way back. Um, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, do you have any? Do you have a list of names that you're trying to trade away? Um, that you that are, are on top of your head at all right now, Matt? That we could talk about real quick. Uh, I didn't have a real list of guys that I was okay with trading away. I know you did. The guy that I I'm it's Chris Olave. I've talked about him a couple times. I'm completely fine to get rid of Chris Olave. I think he's worth something. And then Tyreek. I'm okay with getting rid of Tyreek. It's not that I don't like Tyreek, but they're they have a decent enough schedule coming up. Um, to where I look at it, it's like, well, if I could get max value now 
Amon Ross St. Brown plus for Tyreek. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. But I, we let we should be wrapping this up pretty quick. Let's hit your guys uh, on your list of guys you want to get away. Yeah, quick sells here. James Cook, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, Jameer Gibbs, pains me to say it, Gus Edwards, and Raheem Mozart. All are cells right now that you can use as ammo to go get the guys that we're talking about. Unfortunately, Gibbs, I think Gibbs is, is a guy that's, it pains me to say it. Um, unfortunately, the coaches are going to limit him and that's just the way it's going to be. But uh, a couple guys that I'm trading for, Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a couple a comments. Bit. We got a sure. couple comments. K Dizzle says, uh, trade away Addison, question mark. I'm actually yeah. okay keeping Addison. I'm also okay trading Addison. Yeah. The, the thing about Addison is I don't think you're going to go out there and get somebody that's incredibly great for Addison. And sure. once, <clears throat> once Justin Jefferson comes back, actually okay. like Addison a little more. Uh, he's shown he can do it. He's very Puka Nakua-ish, which we, I, you know, if you came and we're talking about rookies here, if you came and were listening to the chat uh, three or four months ago, I was, we, I talked about Puka Nakua before anybody else did. So, and, and I was in on Addison as, as wide receiver one this you year. Um, so, you know, I love Addison. I love Puka Nakua. I think they, they are better assets in the number two role, but you've seen them break out as a number one in that role. So I like keeping Addison. I also want to go out there and grab Puka Nakua if you can grab him. Um, and then any chance Chris Carson comes back. <laughs> I thought that that was a funny uh, joke after the video that, that he had put out. Uh, it was cool. And then Michael Walter says, I'll give you Darren Waller for a nickel. I might take go. it if it's only a nickel. God, yeah. man, we all got fooled on him. All right, last two guys, Brandon. Yeah, last couple guys, uh, we talked about him a little bit. Our guy, Will Levis, has arrived. That means that's the resurrection of DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be able to really come down. He's going to be able to uh, produce – Fringe wide receiver one numbers, to be honest with you. I think he can get with Will Levis. He has this has high touchdown upside with him. And he, I mean, with two games that he saw with Will Levis, six targets, 11 targets. Um, each game had four catches. You know, one game was 128 yards. The other game was for 60 yards. So the upside is there. I really like the schedule. You get, again, follow Tampa Bay. Jacksonville, Carolina, Indy, Miami, and Houston as a revenge game uh, at home first. He gets Houston at home first. And then in championship Sunday, you get to start DeAndre Hopkins against uh, Houston in Houston. And I think that is such a massive motivator. And you know, Vrabel is like, Vrabel loves his guys, man. And Vrabel is going to feed DeAndre Hopkins to the gills on Championship Sunday. Book it. Yeah, you know, Will Levis is is um, is one of those quarterbacks that I'd love my Seattle Seahawks to oh. go and, and trade for in real life. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a... Uh, hurts me. You, you can see what Will Levis brings to the offense. It's his downfield passing rate is just exquisite in comparison to a Ryan Tannehill, a Geno Smith. You can see why the offense starts to open up, starts to be a little bit, you know, more, more, you're oiling your wheels as you get a kid that's going to go out there and sling the ball. I'm okay with him throwing interceptions, to be honest. I was, and, and I said this in the preseason, Brandon, we were here, we said it. Will Levis, Peak Will Levis Stunned. is better than Josh Allen. Yep. Peak Will Levis is better than Josh Allen. Will we ever see peak Will Levis? That's oh, no. the story. Uh, will Will Levis ever get a guy like Stephon Diggs? I mean, D-Hop is a great receiver, but he's nowhere near Diggs nope. as far as what they give. But I'd love to see it. Your last guy, Brandon, D-Hop. And, and then who was it? Who was it, your last guy? My golden child is finally healthy and the numbers prove it my guy javante williams javante williams in week nine 
recorded 82% of the rush attempts for the Denver Broncos in, in, uh, in I'm sorry, week eight. That's when he did that. And now when now that when now that he's getting his uptick you're seeing McLaughlin kind McLaughlin uh kind of tick uh, fade away he's not getting those looks anymore he went down from th- uh at, at McLaughlin's peak in week 5 at 56% of the rush he at week 8 was only at 6% so that tells me that uh Sean Payton is going to unleash Javante Williams and Javante Williams has a, a heck of a schedule as well. And I just feel that he's healthy and he's running strong. And when we, when I scout, when we scouted this guy coming out, I had him as Nick Chubb plus. Okay. So if you're getting Nick Chubb plus and you can go get him and he just scored his first touchdown of the year last week, it, it it's a it's a good move to go get Javante Williams right now as the Broncos are starting to get the rush going a little bit with him and Sean Payton is living up to being that guy where he likes a workhorse back. I love it. Yeah, you know, um, it's easy to see that some of these running backs, the Ramondre Stevenson that we we said we should go out there and buy, Javante Williams we said we should go out there and buy. You know, it's pretty easy to see that the owners of these teams were trying to be a little smart in working their running backs towards the end of the season, not so much for the beginning of the season. That hasn't proved good at all for the win-loss record of these teams. Mm-mm. You can see that. I mean, these are pivotal points of the offense when they're not getting their run or their deserved uh, run. It just starts to break these offenses down. Um, now that we can see these guys getting getting their work, and, and I'd like to see Pollard get a lot more of his work yes. in as well, um, and, and Dowdle maybe staying off the field. I mean, the Cowboys need to get a lot going here. Um, I would love to say, hey, let's go out there and get Pollard. Let's go out there and get uh, some of these guys, but it's just not going to happen. Hey, so take take Jameer Gibbs, go get yourself Ramondre Stevenson, and you'll be happy you did it. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody for joining in. This was our this was it. I mean, this is our trade cast here for Brandon Adam. I am flex Matt. We will. I don't know if both of us will be back next week, but we will be back next week. We're hitting hard rookies coming soon. Hit and flex on your league mates for your trade deadline. I'm Flex Matt. He's Brendan Adam. We are DFS Army. Go to DFSArmy.com. Get yourself a subscription. Go to go to Twitter. Go to X and find out how much money that we're winning on DFS Army's uh, you know, page in their collective community. Uh, the cool part about DFS Army is that the 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 uh, the coaches they're with you. They're with they you. are they are in the chats more active than any other sites. It's crazy. And the second you join in, it's almost like the welcoming mat gets thrown down. People went in ten thousand, hundred thousand, millions, it's millions. Crazy. I mean, we want the uh, the the U.S. Open. Go, you know, they won the million dollars at the U.S. Open. I mean, whatever you want to bet on, you're a degenerate like us. Let's go. Let's get these bets in. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Knowing that diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine.